Bruce Lawn. To make sure you guys don't miss this, we have a free how to study the Bible course in the link of the description, and it's pinned up in the chat. This will get you more clarity, more consistency, and ultimately more life change for your application from the Bible. And so we're super excited about that because it's in bite-sized pieces, and I think you guys will find a lot of value from it. And it, you also get these like super encouraging emails and get to know more about my life. All right, ladies, we're going to talk to the ladies. I don't spend a ton of time talking to the ladies, but we got to do it. Daily proverb, a proverb a day keeps the foolishness away. And on this one, I'm talking to the ladies. I put up a poll on my YouTube community tab. I said, hey, what topics you guys want me to cover? One of the topics I had was three skills every Christian man should have. And I was surprised where the ladies, which is about a third of this channel demographically is, is ladies, two thirds is male. And the ladies were like, yo, we should do something like three skills women should have, Christian women should have. And I was like, really? You guys want me to share three skills Christian women should have? And I don't have three, okay? But I do have one and it's inspired by today's proverb. I think you guys are going to like it. So we're going to talk about the one thing, the number one thing, in my opinion, the number one thing that Christian women should have. Okay. And it's straight, it's really straight out from the scriptures. Okay. And I don't know how you guys are going to feel about it. Okay. But here it is. Proverbs chapter 14, verse one, a wise woman builds her home but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. A wise woman builds her home, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. What I'm not saying is that women need to know how to clean their house and keep it nice and tidy and all that kind of stuff. I mean, though that my wife does that and she's amazing, I'm always trying to figure out ways to like outsource that for her because she really likes to do that. But I don't think it's to just make things tidy and keep things clean. I think the number one attribute, the most attractive attribute that a, a woman can have because a woman, especially to a man that's attracted to her, carries a lot of power, a lot of influence. And I don't mean in this, in the way we think of power in the way we think of like domineering in the way we think of like, uh, uh, I'm the man. Like I'm not talking about that. Like just remove gender roles and all that kind of stuff. But I think a woman's ability, a woman's ability to build up in my opinion is the most valuable asset. What am I talking about to build up? Practically speaking, if a woman can see the potential in her man, if a woman can see the potential in her children, if a woman can see the potential in her friends, if a woman could see the potential in her small group, if a woman could see that potential and learn to build up instead of tear down, learn to affirm instead of be critical, learn to speak life instead of speak death and gossip, learn to be someone that is known for being hope-filled and not someone that's full of despair. I, In my opinion, I think this is the number one one attribute that a Christian woman should have. And I believe, I truly believe that this, if you're single, if you're single, I think this makes you substantially more attractive to Christian men. 
Okay, and I'm not talking about a delusional, this man works at McDonald's, has no education, is lazy, and you're just like, he gonna make it, baby. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about genuinely being able to see something in people and pull it out and prophetically speak hope and life over people. I think this is very undervalued attribute, but I think it's just huge. And if I'm honest, and I've told this story before, and you're gonna have the guys come out from the, from the Madison and be like, beta, right? He is but I tell you what, man, my wife believing in me, in my opinion, was the number one variable why we became successful. Notice I said we. My wife believing me, and I'll tell you guys, and my wife is not this like, rah, 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 let's go, we're going to get it. Like, she's not that. Like, I'm the extrovert in the marriage. She's way more reserved, way more quiet. But she's always believed in me, right? Because when I start saying that, you guys think, like, you need to be, like, the Christian girl version of Gary Vee. That's, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll give you some practical examples. My wife, she married me, and she encouraged me to continue doing music, never telling me to never do music. And in music was, like, my first creative entrepreneurial venture. And when I was... What year was it? It was 2010. I don't remember how old I was, but it was 2010. My birthday, New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve, 2010. My wife and I sat down. I said, hey, I don't want to be in the same place musically this time next year. I want to I want to do something different. I want to progress. And we started getting through our debt-free journey following the Dave Ramsey baby steps. And it was the best thing we could have ever done was following those Dave Ramsey baby steps for our marriage, getting on the same page financially, getting on the same budget. But it was my wife who always had the restraint and was always looking at the bigger picture, always looking at, hey, you can do this. Hey, I believe in you. You you got it, right? And, and it, again, it wasn't in this like pep talk type of format. It was, it was just like a subtle confidence she had um, in me and in where we were going, even though man, like in hindsight, you talk, I mean, God, God's done miracles on me. God's done miracles on us. Like our marriage, we both come from broken families. My, my, my wife was in a foster care system at one point. Um, you know, my mom and dad are divorced. It's a, it's a mess. So she held me accountable. And a year later, New Year's Eve, 2011, I sat her, uh, we revisited the conversation and she was the one that told me, Hey, like, this is a no brainer. Like everything you said you were going to do with music, you did. And you're going to do more. And I kept going. And it culminated to 2015 when I was on tour. We were doing stuff as the Dream Junkies at the time. We were traveling around. And I was working at my church, right? I was working about 30 hours a week at my church. And I was doing music about 20, 30 hours a week. I was working a lot. We had a six-month-old. At this point, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. We got that free. We stockpiled a bunch of cash. And uh, I remember being on tour. We were in New Mexico coming back from South by Southwest. This is April of 2015. And I called her. I said, hey... Things are getting tense at work. It's getting it's getting hard with me leaving and traveling as much. You know, I think the writing's on the wall. I think we may need to pray about putting in our two-week notice when I get home. And I remember so vividly, I remember so vividly when she said it to me, it was like yesterday. And, and what she said to me was, there's nothing to pray about. You need to come home and put in your two-week notice. And at that moment, my wife was the courageous one. At that moment, I was scared, you know, you know, trying to provide for this new family. My son, who's seven now, couldn't have been no older than, what, eight months, seven months at the time. His birthday's in November, so you could do the math there. So she's a stay-at-home mom. She's not working. And she tells me, think about this for a minute. This is like independent rap before the Russes, before the Chance the Rappers, before all these guys, uh, Toby Wigways, were, were household names. And she's telling me in 2015, 
I think you need to come home, put in your two-week notice, and believed in my dream, honestly, more than I did. Now, granted, I had a track record generating a good amount of revenue. We were debt-free. We had about $25,000 in our savings account as an emergency fund, which we actually went through half of that in the first six months. And so my wife had the ability to build me up in her own way. Again, she's not the rah-rah type. Um, So I think this verse... This verse, a wise woman builds her home. A wise woman, a godly woman, a Christian woman is is able to have the skill set, able to have the character trait, able to have the foresight to build with her words, with her presence, with her vision, and with her hope for the people that she's around. And that to me, if you're talking about being around a man wanting to, 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 to meet someone, that to me is one of the most attractive attributes is to have a woman that that can believe in you but not in a delusional belief because don't don't get it twisted my wife wasn't delusional we it had to be a practical because when we're talking about building right there has to be a practical side to building up this life together like okay you want to do music full-time well we got to pay off all of our debt you want to do music full-time well you got we got to have six months of living expenses like and again it wasn't these like overt conversations it was just that was the way we built our life and she was the the best accountability partner in terms of developing the disciplines and how we handled money, how we communicated, how we foresaw our vision. And, you know, even now, like, yo, we're believing that we're going to get into a house next year. We live in Southern California. That is very expensive. And so she has this like ability to build up, ability to build others up. And I would encourage you ladies, if you can develop the skill of building up with your words, with your actions, or even just the way you view situations, and not in a delusional way. We're not here to enable anyone's delusion, but to genuinely see the best in someone, to be able to speak that out, and to be able to give them practical words of guidance and affirmation to go from where they are to where they can be. I think this is one of the most valuable attribute skill set that a Christian woman could have. And so hopefully that wasn't too offensive. Hopefully I didn't trigger anybody's uh uh uh, oh it's the patriarchy (laughs) vibes but let me know what y'all think all right Yo, thank you so much for making it through the end of this video. We have a free three-day challenge called Master YouTube Live coming up. Make sure you sign up for it if you're interested in getting into the creator space, business owner, expert, thought leader, and you want to scale your YouTube business. That's coming up in the next few days. Thank you so much for watching this video, and I will see you next time. Peace.